What's happening, guys? Welcome back. It's 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor Channel with you guys every day about the best game on earth, Magic the Gathering. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. We're talking Magic, guys. Welcome back to the station. Um, I've been thinking all week about fun stuff to talk to you guys about. Uh, a lot of, lot of cool stuff going on. So uh, we will be doing an episode of the Masters of Modern Podcast with a very special guest this week talking about graveyard stuff. And in honor of that, I have been thinking a lot about graveyard stuff. In fact, I've been thinking about graveyard stuff now for 10 days, for two weeks. I've got another brew I've been working on that I'm going to be talking about on the show as I record it tomorrow. And in the meantime, I want to share a thought with you guys. So consider this a two-parter. Um, I'm going to do a one-card Wednesday right now. No, no, I'll do a one-card Wednesday in a second. And uh, I will tell you guys, the card that that one-card Wednesday is going to be is going to be talking about unburial rights. Unburial Rights is one black, four colorless, sorcery, put target creature card in your graveyard onto the battlefield, flashes back for a white and three colorless. Now, I'll talk about that in just a minute. What I want to talk about first is, if you think about graveyard strategies in modern, all of the different mechanics that have existed, right? So we're talking flashback, we're talking aftermath, we're talking retrace, we're talking dredge, talking all of the odd skeletons and creatures and blood gas and zombies and things that you can get you can play directly from your graveyard all of the different things that you're able to do from your graveyard there's one consistency in the design really there's two wizards of the coast understands that if they print too many things that are too powerful that extend your hand into your graveyard they've made a mistake they know this. They know Dread Return is a great example. Black, black, two, sorcery, return target creature card from your graveyard to play, flashes back by sacrificing three creatures. Dread Return is too powerful. Dread Return allows you to discard or uh, put cards from your library into your graveyard and then, for no mana, use a spell. That's too good. They understand this. However, there's definitely an in-between, and sometimes that in-between gets pushed, which is when you end up with cards like Lingering Souls. Lingering Souls is a great example of Wizards of the Coast saying, you know what, we don't think flying 1-1s are a problem. We think they're manageable. And 3 mana at sorcery speed for 2 1-1 flying spirits is a perfectly fine rate. At instant speed, you could get that in Midnight Haunting back in the same standard. So that's fine. To give us flashback for black and one, though, is the crazy part. That's where things got really wacky. That's a great example of wizards looking around and saying, you know what, we want to push this ability. We want somebody to be able to get not only a lot of fun off the front side, but a lot of value off the back side. You don't see that too often. They're pretty careful when they're printing these types of cards to make sure if it ends up in your graveyard and you didn't cast it, you need to. You, there needs to be a reason that you're getting a lot of value. And if you are... We can't have a redundancy of those things, otherwise the most powerful graveyard extension deck ever becomes a thing. And that's already happened a little bit. This is where Dredge is a thing. That's why Golgari Grave Troll is the only card in modern history to be, to be banned, unbanned, and then rebanned, because that's a powerful strategy. So what I contend here, what's missing, the, the one thing that I believe is missing, is a card that is this. While Unburial Rites is five on the front and four on the back to resurrect a creature... I believe the card in Modern that needs to be printed the next time one of these sets happens, and I wish that this had been just printed in, in uh, I wish that this had just been printed in Amonkhet Hour of Devastation, because I think it would have been perfect as an Aftermath card in white-black. Black 2, Sorcery, return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. White, flashback, Sorcery, return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. I want a 3-mana Sorcery on the front and a 3-mana Sorcery on the back that does the same thing. 
Now, they wouldn't have designed it for Aftermath because the, the flavor on the Aftermath cards was that the front side did one thing and the back side did something else entirely. But if we do get another flashback set, like really the card I'm talking about should have shown up in Shadows of Rainestrad. That should have been a thing. But unfortunately, they did not bring back flashback. So it couldn't be a thing because they were going to bring back Aftermath. They were going to do Aftermath and Aftermath couldn't give me the spell I wanted. I think the next time they print flashback in a set, the spell I'm talking about should exist. It is a simple spell, it's a utility spell, and it's a spell that would be so sweet. It would be so sweet to be able to regrowth a creature on the backside of a spell that if you milled it or discarded it, you, it would allow you to truly play your graveyard in the way that I want. That's the card that's missing. That's the card that exists within the confines of fair design. It's not too powerful. Give it to me, wizards. Frontside resurrection, backside resurrection, but just to your hand. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor. Favorite the station. If you like what you're hearing, find me on Twitter at Ben Bateman Media. And I'm going to talk one card Wednesday on Burial Rights, right? And we're back for part two here. It's 10 Minutes of Modern Chat and Magic the Gathering with you guys on Anchor, the only app that gives you audio in bite-sized snippets every single day. So the Masters of Modern podcast here on Anchor, chatting with you guys about Unburial Rites, my one-card Wednesday. This is a segment I used to do every single Wednesday when the station was called 10 Minutes of Magic. Now that it's 10 Minutes of Modern, all the cards have to be modern legal. Well, the card I'm talking about is Unburial Rites. I just talked extensively about the card on part one of this recording. Part one was talking about the lack of a regrowth for creature with regrowth for creature as the flashback with a cheap cost that flashback spell doesn't exist it needs to exist the <coughs> excuse me the closest thing we have to that is unburial rights black four sorcery return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield white three sorcery flashback return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield unbelievably powerful card really 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 good um it's crazy to think that it's crazy to think that the front side of this card costs five, and they have been printing three mana black, put any number of creature cards from your graveyard on the top of your library, draw a card, spells for years. Like, basically, resurrection for three in black has been a thing they've been printing for years. Let alone the fact that for four out of your graveyard, you can directly put that creature onto the battlefield, and you're able to do it twice. Obviously, the most powerful thing this card does is get searched up at end of turn with a Gifts Ungiven, where you, this is an old trick in modern, you fail to find the front half. You only find the two cards your opponent will put into your graveyard. One of them is Unburial Rites, and the other one is a fatty. Classically, Elish Norn was the creature. Iona has been one that people use. There's, there's a number of different ones. It's a classic strategy. It's very powerful. Um... You know, the, 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 cla like, you can't do it with Emrakul because Emrakul reshuffles. You can do it with Grizzlebrand, though there's better ways to get Grizzlebrand in play. It's usually done with a creature that's supposed to completely house your opponents. Um, it's very good. It's a little expensive to be used as part of a two creature combo. Like, if you have a creature combo you're trying to put together, like a Grand, Ar Grand Architect Pilipala or, uh, you know, Dusk Mantle Guild Mage plus Mind Crank type of deal. Or even if you're playing something a little bit more tier one, like a Kiki Jiki, um, you know, Restoration Angel. In that case, it could work. I, I could imagine doing it. But generally speaking, it's a little expensive to cast to cast the flashback spell for four, unless on the cast you just win. You know, if you just win, it's that's that's one thing. I, I guess you know that's an interesting idea to play a Kiki Jiki, Restoration Angel, or that kind of a deck and use the unburial rights combo for it 
Uh, it does seem powerful, but being that the creatures cost four and five mana, it seems a little precarious. So anyway, guys, it's a very, very powerful card. Uh, one place that I think this is an interesting idea is in the deck that I've been toying around with this last week, which is the uh, four Electromancer, four Baral, four Stormscape Familiar deck. Um, you have all these two mana accelerants that allow you to play Gifts Ungiven on turn three, and obviously getting to play the front side and the back side of this spell for one cheaper seems quite good. The fact that for three mana on the backside with one of these accelerants, you can get a resurrection spell does seem really quite good. So I'm interested. What would happen if you played that deck with unbearable rights and some number of just like good stuff creatures and good stuff combos? Um, how powerful would that be? I don't know. Gifts and Given, just one of the more pushed cards designed in the original Innistrad. Uh, this was this card was great. It was great in draft. You could do all kinds of fun things with it. It's just aggressively costed enough. Um, I've always said if this card was costed at four and four, I think this card would be broken. At five and four, it's still very, very, very good. Uh, one of the better designs, one of the more fun designs to come out of the original Innistrad. And a card that I feel overall is kind of underplayed. I don't think this card sort of sees the creative use that I believe it should. Because there's so many things you can do, like I mentioned with Gifts Ungiven, uh, other draw and discard effects that put creatures into your graveyard, but also that put spells into your graveyard. You get so much value being able to cast your resurrection spell directly from the graveyard. So just a thought that I have here, guys. Wanted to share those with you. It's 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor. Coming to you every single Wednesday, chatting magic, the gathering. If you haven't already downloaded the app, download anchor.fm. It's like Twitter meets podcasting. Find the station, 10 Minutes of Modern. Listen to our podcast, the Masters of Modern Podcast on Collected.company every single week for up-to-date modern content. And follow me on Twitter at Ben Maven Media, guys. Thanks a lot for listening. Have a great, great Wednesday night. Let's keep talking magic, the gathering.